Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Thank you for listening to today's Battleground America podcast. First, quickly, a thank you to our sponsor, PhD Weight Loss. One of the coolest things about the PhD Weight Loss plan is it spreads. I wasn't the first or even the second person where I worked to try PhD Weight Loss. I watched my producer, Chris lose 100 pounds. Then I watched Lee over in the newsroom lose 50. And then my manager lose 60. And I said, okay, I'm going to do, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. I lost 29. The sales staff even has a name for it now. It's the PhD look, which is basically skinny and healthy. I never thought I'd be a size six again, but I not only am, I've kept that weight off for seven months now. If you're like me and you want to lose weight and you've tried everything, but you just couldn't maintain it, or you've gotten some bad health news from your doctor, check out PhD Weight Loss. They've got a fantastic at-home program that makes doing it so easy. And it means you can do it from anywhere. Check them out today and watch the PhD love and health spread in your circles. Go to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. Okay, on with the podcast. In China, the social credit system controls everything. You can either be canceled, shut down, or amplified. It determines everything about your life. Whether your kids get to go to a good school, whether you're allowed to work at a good job, or rendered practically destitute, a slave. Here's how it works. The Chinese government monitors everything you buy, everything you say online, but most importantly, everyone you associate with, physically, digitally, and in every way. And then it judges you, scores you, just like a credit score. But it's a judgment of your life. Ultimately, it's a judgment of your value to the party. And more than anything else, Our elites want it here, both in America, but also blanketed across the Western world. Let me give you just a small example. In China, if you're caught jaywalking, the Skynet facial recognition system immediately displays your face on a public board of shame. They'll automatically deduct your fine from your digital wallet and downgrade your social credit score. Got a bad social credit score? China shames its citizens on the social credit system blacklist by displaying their identity and address on every billboard in supermarkets, buses, subways for everyone to see in the city they live in. This also alerts those who may want to stay away from you, lest your own social credit score drags theirs down, including 
your family members. Yes, if your family members, even your spouse, don't disown you and stay away, they could end up a pariah just like you. And that pariah status goes with you everywhere in their society. Like if a person with a low social credit score rating calls you, your phone will emit a siren instead of the usual ringtone. Then there's a voice reminder that a conversation with the subscriber will lead to a decrease in your score. If your social credit score is bad in China, you can't travel by plane or train. It's really hard for you to get a job, rent a hotel room, send your kids to good schools. And that's if the government doesn't put your face on public billboards of shame for all to see. Millions of people in China now can't take trains or planes anymore because their social credit scores are so low. And the debanking we're starting to see both in America and in the UK, that's a key feature. In fact, punishment for a particular violation could mean seeing your score lowered and losing access to your funds digitally. This system is so horrendous, so all-encompassing, it has virtually eliminated the need for the Chinese government to enforce its will through violence. And what is the foundation of the social credit score system? The National Digital ID. Those words, National Digital ID, should strike absolute terror into your heart. You should resist it with everything you have in you. Because if we are forced to get one of these, not even by law, just to live our daily lives, it's a knockout punch. It's over. I'll explain why. But first you should know Bill Gates just rolled out that national digital ID system just like China. We don't have a lot of time left, folks, to stop this. But before I get to the details of the Gates system, Let me explain the timing and what this is a part of. This is just one cog in a system that is a social credit system that will soon envelop the West if it isn't stopped. Longtime listeners to the Battleground America podcast will know exactly where I'm going with this because I predicted every part of it. I even gave you the timeline just this week. On an earlier Battleground America podcast, I reminded you of the single most important story of last year, which of course didn't get a lot of coverage. It was a bizarre world press conference done on YouTube jointly between our central bank chairman, Jerome Powell, and Europe's central bank chairman, Christine Lagarde, in which Powell, as if he's some sort of bizarre international dictator, announced that if and when he creates a central bank digital currency, it will not be anonymous. You'll need a government digital ID to use it. What does that mean? For new listeners, central bank digital currency, it's an absolute horror show. You can Google it, but it's a digital dollar. You need, Pal says, government ID and permission to use. It tracks every single purchase you make, but it's operable by the government or the central bank to control your purchases. Bought too many ounces of steak this month? That's bad for the climate. Purchase declined. Want to buy ammo? Purchase declined. Posted something we don't like to social media that got 50 million listens like Oliver Anthony just did? Purchase declined. Access to your bank account? Declined. Access to currency? Declined. Cash? Illegal. Welcome to poverty. See, the key distinction right now is that, yeah, a lot of your money is digital. The money in your bank account is digital. 
but it's also anonymous. So is your presence on the internet. Yeah, if they get a warrant, they want to go figure out what server something came from, they can. But a digital ID would leave a watermark everywhere you go and everywhere you've ever been. Ever seen one of those memes online, for instance? Pretty funny. Wonder who made it? You'll never know. Not anymore. The creator's digital ID would be embedded in it. In fact, they would have had to register it just to be able to go online, access social media, access their bank account, access their doctor's website, access anything. At least that's what can be done with it and how it's used in China. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The fact that Jerome Powell has announced you'll need one to use central bank digital currency, i.e. to use money, is simply terrifying. By the way, Powell was appointed by Donald Trump and he launched the FedNow system on which central bank currency would run in 2019. He was so bad, Joe Biden kept him, and he's still, unfortunately, our Federal Reserve chairman. And a wannabe dictator who could literally seize from Congress with central bank digital currency total control over your life. See, he can launch it without congressional approval. Now, if they outlaw it, they can stop him, but... We'd have to get a majority and the presidency to do that. But that's for another time. So here's Powell last year telling us that when he deigns to switch the money over to central bank digital currency, you will need an ID to use it. If we were to pursue a CBDC, it would at a minimum have the following four characteristics. First is intermediated. Second is private privacy protected. But third is identity verified. So it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. So, so we're, we would be looking to balance privacy protection with identity verification. Hear how nervous he sounds there? Because he knows what he's saying and what it means. He and Christine Lagarde held a whole press conference to let you know your identity must be on file digitally with the government before you can use this new form of currency. But he says if... He launches central bank digital currency. But since then, it's become when? Since he's launched and is running the system, it will run on. It's called FedNow. Last year, the Wall Street Journal reported that if they do go forward with this system, it's scheduled for a launch in 2024. That's where we are now until yesterday. Enter Bill Gates. I've been wondering how or who the digital ID would come from. If it came straight from the government, I've often thought people would reject it out of turn. And that's why Bill Gates apparently is on it. It has a name now, MOSIP. You'll be hearing a lot more about that. MOSIP is the module open source identity platform. Its creation was sponsored by the Gates Foundation. Bill Gates announced it on his Twitter feed yesterday and knowing what he's doing, wisely turned off replies before he launched it. He says there's an identity crisis, but he's super excited about solving it with this new digital ID, which he says the Gates Foundation is making available to all countries for free most especially to governments. Click on over to the MOSIP website. That's M-O-S-I-P 
Io, and you can read the full horror of this thing. It is, according to its website, a foundational identity system. A country's identification system is the backbone for effective delivery of public and private services. Yeah, Bill, public and private punishment, too. Governments, the website says, are exploring the development of multi-purpose foundational ID systems where individuals get a unique identifier from the government that they can use for identity assertion and verification. The foundational ID can then be used to access a wide variety of government and, wait for it, private services. He calls MOSIP, which again, is funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, a global public good. It's also a global public evil to ensure there's no escape by simply running to another country because this is a worldwide system to ensure that all the digital IDs all work off the same database, which ultimately means all the persecution will too. The idea behind MOSIP, according to the site, is a universal digital identity system, which is also an open source platform that nations can reuse freely and build their own identity systems. Why is Bill doing this? Governments can afford to do this. So that Joe Biden and other evil wannabe dictators like him and the people behind him can say, no, no, this is not a government surveillance system. Why, looky there, your bank adopted it voluntarily. Oh, so did your social media platform. Oh, and so did the website provider for that lawn business of yours. Oh, yeah, and all the online retailers you get most of your stuff from, they adopted it too. See, it wasn't us. It wasn't the government. Folks, originally, remember, they tried to get this through early battleground america listeners will remember this as a covid passport id system joe biden even addressed it at the time saying oh don't worry yeah we're gonna need a id system to track who has the vaccine and who doesn't but don't worry the government won't build that system what he meant was our friend bill gates will perhaps the real horror of this thing is how ubiquitous and all present all consuming It already is because this is not just for governments. It's also got a vendor system. So it's adoptable by individuals, schools, shopping platforms, everything you can imagine. In other words, there's two sides of it for your personal digital ID, but also for businesses to verify it and use it. And what does that mean? Cancellation will be total, all-encompassing and final. You will find yourself canceled everywhere you go from your bank account to your social media to your lawn care business oops there goes the website right off the web trying to search for something too bad you're locked out of google want to access your funds jokes on you you can't do that you know what creeps me out the most on this website and by the way you can find all of these links on my twitter feed at tara servatius and just follow the links read all this for yourself the creepiest part is the picture on top of the article about MOSIP on the GatesFoundation.org website. It shows a, a box that you put the physical representation of your digital ID in. It looks like a driver's license almost. It's got your face. And across the top it says MOSIP Experience Center. MOSIP is going to be an experience, not just an ID. That's already how they think of it. And it's exactly how the Chinese digital ID system, again, that is the basis of the social credit system works. Can we stop it? Heck yeah, we can.
Florida's already shown us the way. Ron DeSantis and the Florida legislature are the only state to ban central bank digital currency and debanking, which is also the foundation of this system. We need the other 25 Republican governors to do the same thing. Now, the good news the New York Post announced the other day is that a large chunk of Wall Street representing a trillion bucks has moved to Florida where central bank digital currency is criminally illegal. That has literally relocated the financial heart of America, which used to be in the Northeast and has been since the founding, to Florida. That sets up an epic clash. But we need the other legislatures and governors to do the same. If half the country says no, it'll kill this thing in the crib. I hope. I pray. So what are we waiting for? Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.